0: Hello and welcome back to the Story Analysis Podcast. My name is Lydia and I am here with my co-host today, Ashley. And we are here to talk about the latest in the, I mean, I guess I don't know for sure this is the latest, but I think so, in the Disney slash Pixar movies, Encanto and
1: Turning Red.
0: Shall we start with Encanto?
1: That one's just Disney, right? Right. Yeah, I think so. I think I can't keep straight, like, what is Pixar and what isn't. Yeah, I don't, same. I don't know why that's so hard for me, well,
0: but... And I think for a while there was, like, Disney, and then, like, Disney Pixar, and then just Pixar. I... Because I'm pretty sure the Brave was Disney Pixar. And yeah. I don't know, maybe it's all Disney Pixar now. I have no idea. Well, not all of it, but some of it. yeah. And then like, whatever we used to be like. There's Pixar and Disney, and Disney
1: was just two D animation, okay. <laughs> and now
0: was it's that not the, the case. line?
1: I, nobody does two D anim- animation anymore. No,
0: not anymore. I just feel like that's what when it started. That was there was that was the difference, sure. you know. And
1: maybe so. It's
0: just not <laughs> anymore. There's no way to know. But yeah, I think Turning Red was. Pixar, Pixar, or Disney Pixar, and yep. then Pixar um, affiliated. And maybe it's one of those things where maybe Pixar was independent and then Disney bought it. I don't actually know.
1: That's kind of the idea that I
0: got. Yeah, but I don't.
1: I don't follow the. I don't
0: have the deep Disney no. knowledge that the fans have. I mean, I'm a fan and I have a lot of deep Disney knowledge, but not about like how it's set up, how it works. <laughs> Um, but yeah, let's start with Encanto, because that came out first, and that came yeah. out, what, November...
1: Yeah, that seems right. 2021, I think? Yeah, it was, like, I was gonna say, 20. it was before Christmas. I did not see it in the theater. Oh. We
0: did not see it in the theater together, right? You didn't see it either, right? Or did you go home and see it with your family? No. Okay.
1: No. Because I saw it you on was, my birthday. Yeah, with your family. Yeah, we
0: watched it on Disney+. And
1: then I came back... From Christmas, and we watched it together on Disney+.
0: Plus. So I was watching it, and my family, it was my birthday, and I was like, I want to watch Encanto. And And you guys were all sick. We were all sick. As you are every Christmas. Yeah, it's just kind of par for the course. And I turned it on, and, like, my dad was like, okay, yeah, I'll watch it, which means he'll, like, sleep on the couch as he
1: watches it. I mean, I feel like that's how he takes in most of his media. It's true,
0: it's not just an Encanto thing. Um...
1: (laughs) And they were teasing me, they are like, Aladie, you
0: can't cry. And I'm like, I'm gonna cry. Like, it's a Disney movie. I haven't seen it before. It's your birthday,
1: you're allowed to cry. (laughs) That's true. It's It's my party, I'll cry if I want to. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Uh, And like, I don't know, I just don't get it. They're always like, it's just a movie. And I'm like, what does that have to do with anything? It's just
1: a movie. Yeah, I don't get that argument either. I'm letting the full experience of the movie move me. It's touching your soul a little bit. Yeah. Pulling some heartstrings. Exactly. It's it's doing what it was made to do. I
0: know. And, like, why fight it? You know? Like, I'm at this point in my life, like, (laughs) you gotta deny your feelings enough in this world. It's true. Like, why not let them out in a safe manner over something beautiful?
1: Well, yeah. I mean, it does depend on the context of the movie. Yeah. And why it makes you cry.
0: Yeah, right. Exactly. But, anyway. Encanto... I don't feel like I need to describe it. It was a phenomenon. <laughs> I, I think
1: everybody's seen it like 70 times. <laughs> I think like 2 people in the whole world didn't like it. Yeah, so exactly. So it's doing fine. I am not one of those 2 people. I like it a lot. I liked it as well.
0: I, this Bruno song is on the radio.
1: Yeah. It I, it, I mean, didn't they perform it at the Grammys yes,
0: or the yeah, yeah, Oscars. Or the Oscars? No, okay. P- one of them. Oh, uh, I didn't Grammys. know if
1: it was like up for an award at the Grammys. I don't really know how the Grammys work, but it was performed at one of those big award shows. Maybe
0: Golden Globes. I always forget that's one of them. (laughs) Sometime
1: Um, in the award ceremony month.
0: Yep, it got performed. And they had a remix, I think, with Cardi. Oh,
1: really? Was
0: it Cardi? Or was it somebody else? I can't remember. I didn't see it live. I just saw, like, a part of it on a recap. And I was like, oh, she, like, came in and, like, did a a verse. Oh, goodness. But, anyway. What a heartwarming tale that I think everybody liked. I kept hearing people be like, wow, this is just, like, free therapy. And that is how it felt, kind of. Like, they
1: really... They really dealt with some pretty heavy yes. stressors yes, that they did. people deal with in their lives. Yep. While you know, singing about them and throwing singing. donkeys around. And... <laughs> exactly.
0: Well, like it was like it was like well, this is actually a movie. You know, you're it's pitched as like oh, a magic house and superpowers and and. All these different things, but it's like, no, this is about, like, intergenerational family trauma and how it molds us. Yeah. <laughs> it makes us feel inadequate <laughs> when it becomes toxic.
1: Right. And isn't dealt with. <laughs> and how each child in the same family carries the burden of the family. Yes. Differently. D-
0: differently, exactly, to fulfill their place. Yep. And it's what they perceive the family needs from them, as opposed to what they actually bring, mm-hmm. for how they're actually made, mm-hmm. you know? And, yeah, it was heavy. Before I watched the, the movie, I heard the song Surface Pressure, and yes. I was like, woof.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think I heard part of it as well.
0: As I think a lot of, like, oldest girls yeah. <laughs> felt in that moment. Yeah. <laughs> It was so good and but all of them have like a really deep
1: well yeah even Isabella yeah who I feel like nobody really talks about her except I did recently hear that she was the one that Disney thought the kids were gonna glom onto. oh yeah yeah and they didn't they glommed onto Louisa so they had no merch for her <laughs> Um, which I think, well, in, I think it was a TikTok, so you know, cool. take it with a grain of salt. I but I've heard that too. The th- they were comparing it to Frozen, where everyone thought that Anna was going to be the one that the kids glommed onto, oh, but no. it was Elsa.
0: The girls like they're strong, <clears throat> powerful.
1: Seems to be the case. <laughs>
0: Also, Louise has got, like, donkeys and stuff. What does Isabella have? Flowers? <laughs>
1: hey! <laughs> just
0: kidding.
1: Listen. <laughs> Isabella's message was just as strong and heavy it as was. the rest of everyone else's. and she had to be the perfect Her child. flowers were beautiful, and so were her cacti. So yes,
0: they were. They were, they were. And she stopped trying to present herself as the perfect pa- pretty package. Yep. And Louisa had to admit that she's not invincible, and she mm-hmm. can't actually keep everything together for everyone, and we had, um... I don't know, I just, like, I've watched it multiple times, and, like, the song, it's not, like, one of the flashy ones, you know? Like, I think Surface Pressure was my favorite, and then, like, oh, we all kind of glommed on to, you know, We Don't Talk About Bruno. Yes. And then... But Mirabelle's song that she sings is beautiful. Mm-hmm. Like, her intro song, mm-hmm. where the, you know, come on, I'm ready, that one, like, what a emotional and yeah. gorgeous song, mm-hmm. and you just feel for her in that movie, and there are so many really subtle, I mean, it's just Disney at, like, at its best, like, there's all these subtle moments, and every one of them packs so much, like... They take the family picture without her. Yeah. And, like, that's not ever said. It's just happening in this whole (laughs) montage of things. And um, she just wants so badly to help the family, and they'll prove herself, but just have worth, because that's yeah. how the family sees themselves, and that's where yeah. they all perpetuate the idea of their worth. Yeah, the know? other
1: thing that's never said in the movie directly is that she never got her own room. Mm-hmm. She never moved out of the nursery. Yeah. Because she didn't get a gift.
0: Yes. Yeah, she's
1: still there
0: feeling stuck. <laughs> yep. Like a permanent child. Yep. That's how her family treats her. hmm and that's really telling. I think a lot of people feel that way about mm-hmm. whatever reason, you know.
1: Yeah. And, um. Well, I mean, it's just, it. I feel like all three of the sisters, like, somehow managed to have really broad, yeah. relatable themes, mm-hmm. but also really specific. And yeah. And I'm not sure how that works, but it pulled I it know, off. I I know. It's crazy.
0: And I don't know, even just, like, the more minor characters, like, The parents of the kids, and Mm -hmm. you know, the cousins like Dolores and Mm -hmm. uh, what is, what is little boy's names? I can't remember.
1: Antonio was one of them. Oh yes, yes. But I don't remember if that was the older boy or the little boy.
0: The little boy,
1: but (laughs) I can't remember for sure. Um, Hector. Was there a Hector? Was that an uncle? Hector
0: might have been the uncle.
1: Okay. Wow, I knew it. What, where? The shape-shifting kid. Yeah, the shape-shifting kid. Why is his name evading me? I don't remember me? his name either.
0: Oh, gosh. He's got that bopping
1: verse in Bruno. Yes, he does. <laughs> he does indeed. <laughs> oh, man. Bopping verse that kept me up for like yeah. four months. Tormented
0: me. Every time I tormented
1: her. I went to bed. <laughs> Couldn't get it out of my head.
0: Oh, gosh. But yeah, I don't know. I've seen so many people talk about that, like whether it was on TikTok or like the cinema therapy guys, like I've seen them all rave about Encanto. Mm -hmm. It's deserved. Like, it's not overhyped. Like, it was such great storytelling. And I'm not sure I've ever seen a more like emotionally moving scene than the montage when, you know, Abuela's... Abuela? Yes. Husband dies. Yes. Pedro, right? Oh, Sounds man. Like, yeah. Beautifully done. So emotional. Very
1: gut-wrenching.
0: And, like, you don't know him. You don't see him. No, he doesn't speak a word. <laughs> but it's, like, the way they animated it in that song is just so moving. And this the whole concept that, like, you know, they have a miracle, and it's just, like, born out of his love mm-hmm. for them, and, you know, wanting to protect them, mm-hmm. and... Um, I don't know, but that's that's where it is. Like, you know, what do you think the miracle is or represents, or have you heard good theories of it? And the house, like that whole situation. No. Yeah, you haven't heard any theories. No, but
1: I haven't. I haven't looked for them.
0: Yeah, because I'm pretty sure I'm like, oh well, it's it's love. Yeah, like, that was oh, my like, that's the take most away. Basic, obvious answer. Is it more than that? Because like. With them coming to find out who they are inside, I don't know. It's just, like, I still think it boils down to love, though, because, like, if you love someone, you want them to be the best version of themselves Mm -hmm. and not just what you need from them or what Mm -hmm. you think you want from them, you know? And um, the miracle is the family and mm-hmm. love for the family it's not the candle or the right. house or whatever yeah. you know it's mm-hmm. what they all have together mm-hmm. and oh, i felt so bad for the scene unnecessarily sad but not in the like gross way and scarring way that like up is mm. in my opinion like i can watch Encanto again and i might not even cry every time sure And it's because they don't make you sit in it for long periods of time. Yes, it's
1: not the whole movie.
0: Yeah, but, like, also extremely emotional damage when you, like, find Bruno behind the walls and he's got his little, like, table with his drawing of his placemat so that he can sit next to the wall when the family's eating and eat his dinner
1: with them.
0: Unacceptable. (laughs) Unacceptable.
1: Apparently, I didn't retain that. Oh, so. oh that was too sad. And That's um, funny. what else was there? Like,
0: I don't know. Just so, so many good parts. So many good parts like that. And then, yeah, I think I cried when, I think I kept it inside. And then I think I did cry when, like, she was talking to Ab- Abuela at the end, and they were reconciling, and all the. They understood each other, and all the butterflies were flying. Mm-hmm. And I was like, ugh. <laughs> and my parents laughed at me, and then my dad woke up at that point, too. But, like, after the touching part, when, like, Bruno shows up, and he was, like, trying to figure it out. And then the movie ended, and he was like, so wait, where where's the uncle? And I'm like, the uncle showed up on the horse at the end. And he was like, oh, I thought that was her boyfriend. <laughs> there's no point for it that's bruno the uncle
1: <laughs> oh boy
0: <laughs> so regardless i don't know my dad really
1: <laughs> he didn't get the message that movie, yeah you uh, thought it was pretty that's fair oh goodness so what is your experience with like colombian literature
0: Okay. I don't. Think I watched
1: the beginning of a YouTube video that was talking about magical realism. Wait a second. Yes, keep going.
0: Sorry, I'm going to look something up while you talk.
1: Um, and I don't even think I finished the video and the video was not about Encanto, but she brought it up. Um and she was talking about an author who was basically responsible Don't quote me on that. For the concept of magical realism. And I think it might have been a Colombian author.
0: Okay. Was it 100 Years of Solitude? Maybe. Because I just read that book. So then
1: you know exactly what I'm talking about. Maybe. I don't really have a point beyond... I'm not sure if it's Colombian. Like, I'm not positive. Well, I'm not positive either. It might have been another country. Um, Gabriel
0: Garcia Marquez. It's coming up!
1: That might have been exactly what she was talking about. I don't remember. Um, But... I just thought that was interesting because I didn't know that that was... I'm not really familiar with the concept yeah. at all. It's new to me. I'm not sure I grasp it yes. fully. But her talking about it and bringing up in Kanto, it helped me connect the two. Oh, yeah. very cool. I was cool. like, okay, so this is magical realism, mm-hmm. and this is what it means. And I just found that helpful, yeah. and I just wondered what else you had consumed that was like you're
0: gonna have to send me that because I did just listen to A Hundred Years of Solitude Mm. this is turning into a Lit with Lit episode (laughs) I'm just kidding (laughs) that was a very long book I can't say I enjoyed it that much but 100% yeah magical realism Mm -hmm. and that is in a very like I don't know literaturist way I guess where it's like magical realism can lean into different parts of itself I guess but like a Hundred Years of solitude is, like, you don't even know when the timeline you are half the time. Yeah. But it is, it's funny, because it is about, like, a big family sure. in this one place. And they build a town around it. Okay. And, like, so, like, very similar mm-hmm. setting in that way. Mm-hmm. Um, very uncomfy. There's a lot of incest. Ah, Nice. A lot of incest, a lot of, like, we are cursed because of our incest, and our children cool. are cursed, and, yeah, it's, wow. it's a downer. I didn't
1: mean for this to be a downer. <laughs> no, I just no. bring it up because of that the magical is, realism concept.
0: Yeah, no, I, that is really fascinating, and I want to see what that video is talking <clears throat> about, because 100%, that is what Encanto feels like. It doesn't feel like a fantasy, really.
1: Mm-hmm. No. But
0: there is this element where...
1: They have these right well and I, I don't know I'm I struggle with that it's <laughs> it's part of the reason I struggle with Star Wars <laughs> yes. um which is why I started the video because I was like maybe I can understand what magical realism is yeah um and it did help a little bit like I said comparing it to Encanto because I didn't get it I was like what what is this miracle Why is this whole town just accepting of the fact that these people are magical? Yeah. It's weird. But not not everybody is like this. Mm -hmm. It's not like, you know, I don't know. It's a little bit like uh, the Marvel Cinematic Universe, where it's just like, yes, Yes, of course this man turns into the Incredible Hulk.
0: It's fantasy improv. You say, yes, and.
1: (laughs) That's what magical realism is. Sure. (laughs) Sure. You suspend your disbelief in this one little area.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's fascinating, huh? I didn't think about it. It's so weird that you said that, because yes. I said no, and my mind went, what about 100 but, years of solitude? But yes. And then you actually, kept yes. talking, and yes. I was like, oh, I bet it was 100 years of solitude. So anyway, I
1: think that Encanto is probably doubly that way, then, if this book is indeed by a Colombian author, because yes. I think that that's a common literature theme from that part of the world, yeah. and that's... I mean obviously this movie was very Colombian. Yes. yes. So they kept that too.
0: But that's really cool.
1: Yeah, I um a beautiful movie. It is beautiful.
0: Oh man. But like Disney's usually pretty good with trying to showcase culture mm-hmm. in a I mean I'm not saying they're perfect, but like in a fairly respectful way and like yeah. um just gorgeous. Just a celebration of it right in a lot of ways
1: well let just just i mean i loved the music that yeah. wasn't the main songs like yeah. the ones that were in spanish mm-hmm. is the spanish that they speak there i get it confused with yeah i think so or like portuguese is the portuguese, one i always get yeah. confused with but that's they i'm pretty sure they speak spanish yeah. in Colombia. the family Sorry. Marigo,
0: like that first song is so candy. yeah but
1: even the ones that the they don't sing oh yeah like there's the, like
0: little caterpillars like what
1: they play when Abuela's... I don't remember dear I don't remember I saw it twice yes yes I don't remember the music like you mm-hmm, do mm-hmm. but they're songs sung by one guy yes yes and I like those yes
0: no they're beautiful and yeah it's completely in Spanish Yeah. that's something that I thought was really cool was it the opening of that movie no that was turning red which we'll get to in a second but there is a whole song in another language in that movie and a lot of the dialogue at times is in Spanish as mm-hmm. well, and I think that's kind of one of those where they weren't sure if it was going to fly mm-hmm. and it did mm-hmm. and then in Turning Red, the whole beginning of that movie, right, is in Chinese? It is and it's just English subtitles, I think. Probably Or am I thinking of something else? I don't
1: remember the beginning of Turning Red oh, I...
0: Hang on, let me think. Am I thinking of something else?
1: <laughs> you could be right <laughs>
0: Or was it Shang Chi? One of the movies lately, I'm just thinking of all the different cultural things that did. Shang Chi had a
1: lot of scenes it entirely in Chinese. Been, it
0: might have been Shang Chi's intro that I'm thinking of, okay? Because it was something that they thought, like for sure, they were gonna get mixed in that. I think that's. Movie.
1: I think that's what you're thinking yeah,
0: of. Yeah, yeah, and it was because um, I think they said it was the first season movie like that where it's like the whole like first five minutes okay. is not in English. English yeah. And they couldn't believe that it
1: went over so sure. well. <laughs> yeah. Oh, hey, gosh. in this day and age, I don't know, I yeah. think plenty of people watch things with subtitles. Yeah. Regardless of what language they're watching it in. And That's true. And a lot of people watch dubbed shows, so. That is true. That is true. I, I am the few... We always have subtitles
0: on in this Yeah, you? well, I always have subtitles on, period. But, like,
1: I am one of the few who does not watch a lot of things that are not in English. And even I have seen some Korean dramas. So. Yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> They're, I mean, it's just out there. It's, it's out there now. Yeah. We have a
0: much broader access now that we have the internet. Right. And, I mean, even just, I feel like in the younger generations, just, it's really weird to see the ability to understand people with different accents e- more easily. There's not a lot of like, sorry, sorry what, sorry what. You sure, know? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're just used to hearing so many different yeah. accents and dialects and yeah. even languages
1: now. Yeah, I think that is true. Mm-hmm. Anyway, we're getting way off track. Oh, I'm uh, rabbit trailing again. <laughs> Rain it in. Again. <laughs> uh, you have uh, more to say about Encanto. Encanto!
0: Yeah. I mean, I, not, I don't know. I loved it. Like, it was. I always feel like the things that I love, I have less to say about. Yeah, no, me just, too. I and it's not pick not
1: apart at it. <laughs> everybody has seen this movie, and yes. again, two people didn't like it, mm. so I think there's really not more to say that hasn't already been said. I would say, do you have a favorite character? Um, Probably Mirabelle.
0: She's good. She's really good. She might be my favorite, too. Like, I don't know. I like them all. They're all... The part of the beauty of that movie is the ensemble cast yeah. of the family and how they all play off each other, so yeah. it's hard to pick just I one, agree. but I thought Mirabelle was a great lead, Yes, a great heroine, you know, heroine, and she's just, I don't know, she's great. Like, I love that she's the main character and she's not special.
1: Yeah, I think that was refreshing, <laughs> and I don't know, for the story in general... And maybe this is less uncommon Mm -hmm. for Disney, Um, but it was refreshing for her to be focused on her family. Yeah. And it wasn't, like, selfish motivations. No. It wasn't about... Finding herself. And yeah. I mean, it was, yeah. in a sense, but she was doing it for her family. Yeah, and exactly. I don't know, I feel like a lot of main characters are special and going to find themselves. Mm-hmm. And leaving s- their family
0: behind. Yeah.
1: Or... This wasn't that. So mm-hmm. it's not a YA novel. Yeah. It's. A Disney movie,
0: <laughs> which I think we find that a lot in like cultures like the Colombian culture, where it's yeah. like we prize family here. Yeah, a lot which, of generations I mean, live together. They
1: do that also with like Asian cultures, yes. and mm-hmm. um, I mean *Chung Chi* and *Turning Red*. I guess you yeah. could put in that category too, where they're not doing it for themselves; they're doing it for them, their family. Right. Um, you know, which we're, we're obviously exists in media. Yeah. I just feel like very often when we have a hero, yes. It's a reluctant hero, and they just want to worry about themselves.
0: I I do think that's a lot of, like, even mainstream culture and media, even the ones that are supposed to be like, I'm saving the world. Mm Would you think? That's huge community, right? Mm -hmm. It's still about, like, me being special and Mm -hmm. a hero and saving the world and my journey and my burden and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. That it's really cool to see something that's more focused on the community or, like, a small community and other people and how... It's not just your like your life's not just about you. right. You know? Exactly. And that's a good reminder that I think we all really need. Exactly. Right now. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> and um, yeah, I love it. Anyway, if that's, I think that's all I have to really say. We can just scooch on to turning red if okay. you're if you're ready to. Yes. Um, I love turning red too. Like I. Different vibes. Very different vibes. Very different vibes. Encanto, to me, felt like a movie that is extremely relatable and accessible to everybody, despite it being, like, Maribel Salid or whatever. And, you know, it's Colombian culture, like, it felt like it resonated with everybody. That's one thing I thought about Turning Red, where I was like, I'm not sure that this will resonate with everybody.
1: No, that's fair.
0: And it's not necessarily a flaw. No. Because that movie was made for, like... 13-year-old girls. Well, and especially girls who were 13 in the early 2000s, yes. I it like, and maybe they're targeting, like, us, millennials, are <laughs> <It's> probably <us. laughs> kids who ha- maybe have 13-year-olds now, so maybe it's like a mom-daughter watch for sure. our generation
1: now. <laughs> I, it certainly could be, mm-hmm. yeah. I did not know anything about that movie Yeah. when mm-hmm. we started it, so I feel like if I watched it again, I would probably like it more. Not to say I disliked it at all, but it was just kind of a, okay, this is very different. And it's not very different, but it's definitely an area that Disney hasn't really touched in before. Oh, yeah. And executed in a way that I didn't feel like Disney had ever touched before. Mm -hmm. Um, It had, I don't know, the animation was almost weird. It was definitely, like cartoony and yeah. definitely
0: anime at times like yeah. they did like the eye the right big, glittery eyes and right stuff. <laughs> and that felt very
1: different from most disney things yeah. um so in that regard it was kind of unexpected i guess yeah. yes and yeah just a very different topic like just the whole teen girl yeah. thing i don't feel like is very talked about mm so that was a different topic. And then, yeah, they were going into cultures and legends that they hadn't before, too, which yeah. was
0: interesting. I thought it was so creative and, like, such a fun little, like, funny ha-ha, but also kind of a love letter to what is it, Like, I watched that movie and I was like, that's my little sister, Abby. Mm-hmm. Like, this is such a moment in culture that they are targeting with this movie mm-hmm. that I was not silly part of as much as I got to witness the entire time, Mm -hmm. not to say that I was not as cringe, I was, but like, Abby was into the boy band things, and she was also, like, my awareness of, like, media from Asia was happening around that time as well, because, like, I had the internet, so I was finding out more about, like, anime and, like, certain things that I didn't grow up with, but... Um, I was a teenager and finding some of those things and Abby was probably kind of part of that first wave of like Americans finding out about BTS and Mm -hmm. the Korean boy bands and Abby liked, you know, One Direction and (laughs) Justin Bieber and then she just went right into the K-pop and like it was just such a funny and accurate snapshot of that and I don't know, I think it got some criticism from people That I don't really consider to be valid criticism, but I think some people didn't like that it was dealing with like puberty and girls, and it's like, really?
1: Yeah, that's a weird thing to. (laughs) This
0: is such an innocent way to deal with it. Right, (laughs) exactly.
1: Exactly. I mean, I felt like. They had pads in a scene. Yeah. Ooh, like, are we not past that? Like, no, we're not. We've never talked about it before. Oh my gosh. Um. No, and I thought the the like the metaphor that they went for, yes. which I'm pretty sure is what they were doing, uh-huh. um, was like almost too vague. Yeah, and I'm like useful, but almost too vague. Yeah, and still creative. Like yeah. I appreciate how they did that, and um, I don't know. I think it could be a useful tool, honestly. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Well, I know not everyone has this experience, but a lot of people do. And I think, from what I can tell, I think it's very prevalent in, like, Asian culture. Um, I'm not Asian, so I don't actually know. But from the media that I have seen um, and heard people talk about is this idea, too, of the whole point is, like, don't be uncontrolled. You have to keep a tap on your emotions. You're hitting puberty. You can't you can't act crazy, you, you can't, you know, like, you just gotta rein in these feelings and these emotions and bottle them up and be well-behaved and well-behaved and well-behaved, like, that's her whole tension between her and her mom. Okay. And it's just, like, because of the panda, but I really think that is just supposed to kind of be, like, a metaphor of, you know how you're supposed to behave and, mm-hmm. you know, be polite and self-controlled and quiet sure. and, mm-hmm. you know, not let your emotions control you. And that's not all bad, some of that no. stuff, but that's not a healthy
1: way well, I feel to like process it. Even without it being, like, something that is forced, I guess, Yeah. in Chinese culture, mm-hmm. it's a, it's a great way to just kind of give a visual of, like, the emotions you're going through. Yeah and how they take over and what happens when they explode. I mean, I never turned into a panda, but (laughs) some metaphors might have been helpful, you know?
0: Well, and that's just it because the whole thing is like her mom and her aunts and her grandmas, they locked the panda away and as such locked away
1: a part of themselves. A part of themselves. Right.
0: And a part of themselves that could be really fun Mm -hmm. and really good and a really good part of themselves Mm -hmm. because they were afraid of it. Sure. And they didn't, like, they didn't want to, they didn't take the time to learn how to deal with it. Right. And healthily, you know. Mm-hmm. And whereas, I mean, spoilers, I guess, for all this stuff. But, like, <laughs> she doesn't want to lock her panda away. Right. You know. Yeah. And her mom is like, well, you, this is your last chance. You, you have to. You know, you can't just be a panda. <laughs> and,
1: uh... <laughs> Why not? I thought it was a really
0: beautiful mother-daughter story, honestly. Yeah, it was. And, like, in Kanto, like, you had that really sad moment where she sees her mom as a little girl. Right. That was really sad. And it helps her understand her mom. Yeah, And helps them be able to communicate
1: and respect mm-hmm. each other
0: better, you Yes, know?
1: exactly. <laughs> right. Well, and that, I do feel like that's something, too, that we as adults have kind of just learned.
0: Yeah. And I don't feel like... Our parents are people, too. Right. (laughs) But, like,
1: and they were children, and how did that affect them, and why are they the way that they are? And I don't feel like that's really something a lot of people were focusing on 20 years ago. Mm -hmm. But we're talking about it now, and I think that's good, so... And I
0: think it's only healthy for kids to see that and Mm -hmm. think about it and realize, mom's not perfect, you know, like, and... I mean, I don't feel like an entirely different... Like, I've gone through changes. I feel different in some ways, but I'm still Lydia at 8 or 13 or 5, you know? Like, you don't become a different person. So, it's... I don't know I thought it was really a beautiful thing and I like that the mom was the big scary panda like I thought that was, yeah, it was great funny. It was like, she has reason to be afraid of yeah. it you know and I love that like the dad was in on it like, yes I loved like dad didn't have a big part in that movie no. but I loved him
1: <laughs> he was a gem your mom was <laughs> the
0: biggest Yes, that was a great scene. <laughs> like, I want to know that love story. I mean, that should be its own
1: movie, for sure. Kiss.
0: She was a panda. Oh, it's
1: great. Oh, my God. Okay, let's just talk about the songs. The
0: bops. <laughs> by Billie Eilish and her brother yes oh man it's so good it's just also a little icing on the cake because I know Billie Eilish has shared about how she was such a Justin Bieber stan when she was younger full circle full circle really I love that for her (laughs) songs are great they kind of got that like bop quality that I associate with like the goofy movie songs oh my (laughs)
1: I feel like they're, they're, like, quality oh, yeah. NSYNC. Yes. Like, yes. Four Town, like, right? That's if, what they're called. Yeah, and there are five of them. <laughs> um, if NSYNC were good, oh, my word. they would be Four Town. Like, this would,
0: yeah, you should be blasting those songs at the parties, like. They're great. Such fun. And, yeah, really brought me back to, like. In sync, Britney Spears. Well, like yeah, the that's sound just what I it. I feel like it
1: did, it had, I don't know, a lot of music right now sounds like that, but yep. better yes. to me. Um, where it's got, like, a new sound, but it's definitely reminiscent of the early 2000s. Yes. Um,
0: I love
1: it. <laughs> best of both worlds, I guess.
0: Yes. I loved your friends.
1: Yeah, they were a really fun group.
0: Yep. I loved it so much.
1: And, yeah, again, I don't know, I like that they... They let that be important. Yeah. Um
0: They had their little conflict, but they were still like, No, this is our friend, mm-hmm. you know? And like I like that they found out about the panda they in on it, and they were you know and they're like doing their little schemes yeah. at school mm-hmm. to get to the concert. It was great. It's such a kid thing to do. Like, how can we make money? We'll make these little
1: things. <laughs> yep, it was great. Oh man. I um I liked the the whole I don't know, it wasn't quite the inciting incident. Maybe it was when she draws the pictures. (gasps) That was hilarious. That whole scene. I was like dying. So funny. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Where she's just like consumed and she can't not do it. I know. (laughs) She's like doesn't even know what's happening to herself
0: because she's suddenly attracted to a boy. So
1: funny. oh man like
0: writing her little fan fiction pictures about them together so and then her mom finds it and oh, <laughs> freaks out that was hilarious i was sad we didn't revisit that that poor kid in the shop
1: oh like, that's right we did kind of forget about him didn't we?
0: i was we? like oh man that's so funny <sighs> <This> poor teenager <laughs> getting yelled at for no reason yes that was
1: kind of excruciating to watch i
0: know <gasps> so painful
1: for everybody uh, involved. Yes. Oh, man. Ay ay ay.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I, I loved it. I thought it was so cute, and I loved all the, the different elements of, like, the mythology of the Chinese culture. And, like, her mother, like, worked at the shrine. hmm And yet, also, there's, like, the modern side of it, which is, like, the quiet anime, you know, like, eyes, fandom obsessed. Like... There's just those fun modern elements and, like, the ancient ones, too, yeah. with, like, the story and the mm-hmm. myth and all that mm-hmm. stuff. So good. I like that the little boy that they, uh, were beefing with was a secret closet for town. Oh, that's band. right. We met him at the concert. Oops. Yeah, he
1: was pretty great,
0: too. <laughs> and honestly, like, I don't know, like big panda crashing through their like Godzilla. (laughs) It's just so funny.
1: Like, all these elements were hilarious. I liked the simple fact that they were in Toronto. Yeah! And they, like, everybody's it's such a melting pot in Toronto, Mm -hmm. and everybody's from a different, their parents are from a different country, and everybody's ended up in Canada somehow, which really seems to be accurate. And, um like, their whole friend group was just this diverse little group of girls, and...
0: All getting along. They were funny. Oh, I loved it. It was just such a cute movie. I think especially if you, like, were a young woman during the early 2000s, or, you know, you had a daughter during that time, or you have a daughter now. Like, I think it's just so... You'll you'll be in on the joke. You'll be in on the joke. I think anybody can enjoy that movie. I don't think it's like... It's something boys can't enjoy. It's just like I didn't feel like it was necessarily made for them. Like it felt yeah. like it was kind of made as a fun nod mm-hmm. towards our experiences, yes. I guess. Yes. Because <laughs> I also because I think some boys watch it and they're like, "Oh, this is cringe. This is weird." And the response has been like, "It's really not for you, buddy." Well, it's just like it is cringe. We are cringe. <laughs> <laughs> if you know, you know. I think that was like my favorite comment. I don't know if it was like a TikTok or what, but it was like, Listen, when I was a 13 year old girl, I wrote fan fanfic- fiction that Legolas was in love with me, and then I went to Middle Earth, and Aragorn also fell in love with
1: me. <laughs> That's what th- <laughs> fan fiction was made for. <laughs> exactly. <Yeah. laughs> Just like her drawing the pictures. Absolutely.
0: laughed <That's> so hard. <laughs>
1: Oh, man. -hmm. Listen, part of accepting your panda is being 30 and still writing that fanfiction. Yes.
0: (laughs) And also just being like, yeah, I'm
1: cringe. Deal with it. (laughs) I love that about me. (laughs) My panda is cringe. And why wouldn't Legolas and Aragorn be in love with me? (laughs) uh, I love it. (laughs)
0: It's good stuff. Good stuff. Solid movie, and... Yeah, the music's hilarious I just I was like bopping around To that at work The other day mm-hmm. With my earbuds It's good stuff So good What is the rhyme That kills me? It's hilarious Something about it's the rhyming tummy With something Buddy Buddy <laughs> <laughs> You yeah, got friends And I got buddies But they don't Turn my tummy
1: <laughs> Yes <laughs> Oh yep. gosh It works <laughs> They made it work <sighs> It is, but yeah, it's
0: outlandish, and comical and cartoony in a way mm-hmm. that Encanto is. Yeah, like, I just more of a classic tale. You I know? think mm-hmm.
1: that element of it was unexpected to me. Oh so yeah, I was like, what? The giant is panda this? crashing through the stadium. Well, in yeah, but I, I, <laughs> the animation in general yes. was different than I was expecting. Mm-hmm. But um it definitely didn't take away. It's mm-hmm. just, it's a unique. Sandra
0: O plays the mom. It's just so like that made me love her more. Of course. (laughs) What a gift. Oh, man. When all the aunties show up, too, that part slayed me. They're so funny. (laughs) Yep. Oh, my gosh. It's just so good. So good. 10 out of 10 for both of them. I mean, like. Like I said, I think Encanto is definitely, if I'm going to, like, critique it from a storytelling... Stelling, wow. Storytelling stance. Um, I would probably say Encanto has the better, like, deep mythology. Like, like it's set up like an epic story. Yes. Um, but that's not a criticism to Turning Red. No, I just... think they're
1: both, like... They're heartwarming, but I also feel like they're dealing with such broad, deep issues that they could be used in, like, psychology or therapy sessions.
0: Like, Inside Out gave therapists all these
1: languages to be able to talk to kids
0: about their thoughts and emotions. Yes. Um, These movies, I feel the same, Mm -hmm. you
1: know? Yeah, and I think that's useful. Yes. (laughs) Exactly. Not just entertaining. They weren't just good stories. Yeah. They're also useful.
0: Yeah. Well, it didn't feel like, I don't know, I feel like this is where it's kind of different from some of the media when we were kids, where it's not, like, super, like, teachy-preachy lessons. Mm-mm. It's just in the story. Yeah. And you're just like, wow, okay, well, yeah. I didn't think I was getting therapy today. But yeah. I guess I- and
1: I don't know, they also give you words. Yeah. For things. And, yeah, just examples, I mm-hmm. guess. Mm-hmm. I think that's... Helpful, Masterfully d- done. Development and, I don't know, just understanding. Understanding and discussion, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah. And,
0: I mean, that's, I don't know, just, like, saying that, like, you know, who, what do you feel more like in your family out of... Yeah, you which sister, yes yeah. Which sister are you or are yeah. you not? Are you the Bruno? You know, yes. like, different things like that or just... <laughs> just so interesting mm-hmm. to, to think about, you know, the roles that we kind of play in our structures.
1: Side note, same sim- yeah. different, I mean, same. Same but different. Same but different. Um The whole Bruno song, I feel like, is a really good example of that, uh-huh. just in that, like, each character has three lines. Yeah. And... They so clearly depict who they are in the family mm-hmm. and who they are as a person mm-hmm. in those, like, three lines. Yes. And I feel like you could also say, which which character are you from Bruno's song? Oh, yeah. Well, I've seen, like, people go
0: real deep with it, and but I don't feel like they're making stuff up. No. That's just it. Like, I've seen people analyze, like, the little boys at Antonio, this shapeshifter not, not the shape sister. The one who can talk to animals. Mm-hmm. Um Like, his role and what his power means for the family and yeah. why he got that. Sure. And uh, just, like, like, but, like, I think they're right. Like, oh, yes. it's just, like, whoa, like, yeah. this is crazy. Yep. Yeah. But, I mean, they have whole teams that are working on that stuff. Right. They don't put things in for no reason, you know. Right. And it's just.
1: Good stuff. Oh, it's so good. I love
0: it. And, yeah, like. Oh, back to Encanto, I guess. But I think one of my favorite scenes in there is, like, Antonio is, like, hiding under his bed because he's scared. And, Mm -hmm. like, Mirabel, who this day is so, like, traumatizing for, basically, she has to go in there and relive her own shame and perceived failure and whatever. And she still, like, makes the time and effort to, like, try to be happy and consoling and Mm -hmm. comforting for her little cousin. Yeah. And it's just like that says so much about her character right, right there. Like what great storytelling. All this you know showing and not
1: telling. Yes.
0: <laughs> about who she is. Yeah. Well that's her whole character and is showing is. and not telling. Like she is like the miracle mm-hmm. in the, of the family. Like she is there for all of them. She mm-hmm. helps them all. She helps Louisa realize that she doesn't have to do everything. Right. You know she helps Isabella realize she can express herself how she needs to and you know yep. she starts right away before any of this nonsense with like her little cousin hiding the the bed, you know. It's great. She's just wonderful anyway. (laughs) Watch the movies. Watch them. They're good. They're so good. I don't know. They just always do it to me. They have very few. I don't know if there's any, like, Disney movies that I'm like, I don't like that. And if I do feel that way, it's usually just, like, I'm resentful because they make me so sad, you know? Well, yeah. Which doesn't mean that it's actually, like, a bad movie. It's just that uh, like, I can't feel that much right now.
1: <laughs> well, <laughs> I mean, there's a reason I've only seen Inside Out once.
0: Yep. Oh gosh! Oh my gosh! They use that TikTok song over anim- as a TikTok. Wow, sorry, I'm mixing my words up. Um, <sighs> they use that Inside Out clip as a TikTok sound over animals videos on TikTok. Horrifying! It's with the imaginary friend as he fades nope. away.
1: No, Nope. Yeah. Mm, immediately, no. I'm like, how dare nope. you? Don't ever send me those. Don't, I don't want I any I of that. I roll. I swipe by him as nope. soon as I can. <laughs> nope. That's that's a big fat no. Uh huh. It's a no for me.
0: Mm mm. Anyway,
1: <laughs> still a good movie, but <laughs> not as
0: emotional. It's devastating it's a
1: one timer. I think I watched it twice. I've I mean like w- maybe once a decade. Yeah, I could do once a decade. It's not as devastating as Up. Well, for me, at least I think Up is once in a lifetime. Up is unacceptable. And if you're empathetic, I don't think you need to see it. <laughs> That's my standard. (laughs) But in Kanto, you can watch pretty much endlessly. Endlessly.
0: I mean, it's sad just like all of them, but it's like Lion King level sad, where it's like you cry a few dozen times. You see
1: the good that came from the bad. Yeah,
0: exactly. It's not like it's trying to just.
1: Beauty stems from tragedy. Yeah, exactly. That's that's what you can take away. Oh,
0: man. Yeah. So solid. Give them a watch. Let us know if you liked them both, which one you liked better, what you liked about them. What Uncanto
1: character are you in your soul? (laughs) Which one are you? Me? (sighs) Probably Louisa. Yeah, there's no probably. You're Louisa. Well, I'm the oldest sister. (laughs) I am too, technically. (laughs) Which one do you? I'm Mirabelle. Mirabelle, Yeah. yeah, I can see that
0: for you. Oh, goodness. They're all so good. But, yeah. Let us know. Especially which sister. Which sister you identify with.
1: Ben. Ben. Which sister. Ben, yeah. yeah, Tell us what sister you are.
0: Are you Mirabel?
1: Are you Isabel? Are you Louisa? Maybe he's a Bruno. A surprise Dolores.
0: (laughs) 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 Oh, my gosh. Anyway, we'll check in with you guys next time. Bye.